Manx Radio Sport. A very good evening to you. Welcome to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard here with you until 6.30, taking a look to the sporting action taking place across the Isle of Man and beyond this weekend. Coming up tonight, the Women's Footlet Cup Final is the centrepiece of the Manx football fixtures this weekend, whilst the league calendar continues across the men's divisions on Saturday. In rugby, two more tough trips across the water for two of our island sides, whilst we head to week three of the new look of Ravenscroft Manx Trophy domestically, and it's also week three of the men's and ladies' hockey season. We take a look at who's making the early impressions across the league. So that is all to come this evening. off with football tonight as I mentioned we have the usual series of league fixtures taking place but in and amongst that is the grandeur of a cup final taking place this Sunday we'll come to that in just a couple of moments time but first off we need to introduce him he's back once again Tony Meppen very good evening to you Hi Rob, different surroundings aren't we? We've been uh, moved into a different studio but uh, very cosy. It's all very feng shui isn't it? It is isn't it? Just changes it up a little bit doesn't (laughs) it? (laughs) Okay let's take a look through the fixtures this weekend starting with tomorrow, all games kicking off at 2 o'clock, start with the Canada Life Men's Premier League and first up here on Glen Crutchery Road it'll be St George's and they'll be hosting Union Mills Tony. Yeah, St George's two games ago, uh, you know, they played really well, got those three points and it started to pull them away from that relegation zone. But uh, last week it didn't happen for them. I know there were one or two sort of players missing. Um, but it is tight when you look at that uh, bottom four or five positions. So uh, St George's shouldn't be panicking at the moment. But the hitting Union Mills at a great time. I think Paul Guyver's team at the moment is lacking confidence. Uh, they're not uh, scoring t- enough goals. They're not winning games. And just all round, they seem to be struggling a little bit. So I think uh, St George's will win it. I haven't heard team news. I'm sure Johnny Myers will send that to me tonight. But yeah, I've got to go for them with what performance they put in a couple of weeks ago. Speaking of Union Mills, well, their opponents from last weekend, league leaders Peel, they're back on home soil and they'll be taking on Douglas Royal this weekend. Yeah, from what I'm hearing, uh, Peel may be one or two players missing from uh, last week in this week's squad. No Lee Gale, I know that. Uh, he's got a bit of a think hamstring problem, so he won't uh, play. Uh, but, uh, you know, all round, I think uh, Peel's still quite confident because, you know, the top of the table played 14, 35 points. And when you look at third place, who played the same amount of games around 22 they're sitting pretty comfortable with that 13-point uh, uh, gap. But, you know, Douglas Royal certainly have got the capability to beat them. Michael Fitzmaurice will, you know, explain to his team what he expects, where their uh, hassles are going to come from. As far as I know, Reese Oates is going to play up front, so he's going to be the main man to keep uh, nice and tight. But I just think the way Peel are playing at the moment, go for them to win. Very well, then we move to the south of the island. Potentially intriguing one here, Russian United, who've had a bit of a boost in form recently, come up against St John's. Yeah, and this is the game you and Paul have sent me to, so go down and I'll bring you this live at uh, 2 o'clock. But uh, Russian, they'll be disappointed they've lost Mikey Williams. Mikey steps into the uh, FC Isle of Man fold. As we're with uh, St John's, it's just been stop-start for them, hasn't it? Uh, just before Christmas and now after Christmas. Their pitch has been past fit, so that's OK for the combination. Uh, but there's no doubt about it. The main threat comes from up front, Callum Taggart and also uh, uh, Lise. And they've just got to just keep those two going, see if they can get the goals. And I just don't think they're going to have enough. I'm going to go for Russian to win. Very well, then we come to two teams at opposite ends of the table. Corinthians still undefeated with a gap to make up on Peel at the top. Corinthians in second, and they travel to bottom of the table, Moran. Yeah, and when you look at uh, Moran, Moran have played 10, Corinthians have played 11, and there's 20 points uh, difference, so it just shows you 
bit of a struggle for Moran, but you know, Moran, when they play at home, it's always a little bit of an advantage pitch for them because it's tight. Um, it could be a little bit sticky with the weather that we had last week. This week's been uh, pretty good, but uh, David uh, Brew will be looking to plot the downfall of uh, Corinthians. Fair play to Corinthians, they're given a couple of uh, new debutants uh, tomorrow, young lads that have come through, and I just think uh, Corinthians hopefully will have enough and to keep on winning ways and take the points away from Moran. Very well, and then we've got Douglas High School Old Boys, and they'll be at home against Ramsey. Yeah, Old Boys, as they showed last week, battled really well against Corinthians, 3-1 up at one stage with about 20 minutes to go, so maybe fitness uh, told in the end. You know, Ramsey are again, at the moment, not in good form. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde, they haven't picked up many points um, from uh, December and now uh, January, but I just think they'll have enough against Old Boys, but again, sticky pitch at Blackberry Lane might just play in the hands of Old Boys. And making up the final fixture of the Canada Life Men's Premier League this weekend is Laxey, and they'll be hosting Air United. And I believe you're going to this one, Rob. Uh, that's the plan. Good man. That's the plan. Good man, and great to see. And uh, Air United at the moment in great form. Uh, Nick Hurt's really got the boys uh, playing well, scoring plenty of goals himself. And, uh, you know, right the way through, Jamie Callister in there is keeping things nice and tight. Johnny Shields has been playing well. Declan Cummins has been superb. But uh, Johnny Palmer's got a good team out tomorrow. I've seen it. Uh, Brody Patience will play. I'm sure he's got a bandage on on his head. But, you know, it's going to be a big, big game this for both teams. And I think um, just on the moment, on current form, I'm going to go with Air. But Lacks here in good form as well. But I just think Air have got enough to win it. An intriguing one. OK, let's have a quick look through the other divisions. Uh, we'll start with DPS Limited Division 2. Five games on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, St Mary's against uh, Douglas and District. You have to go for uh, St Mary's because the league table doesn't lie, but they've got a cup game up shortly, haven't they? So we'll find out, see how they're going to get on. Uh, but uh, Michael against Douglas Athletic, keeping the pressure on at the top of the table. Uh, they've got uh, two games in hand, two games behind uh, St Mary's, and on 22 points, so they need to keep winning. Uh, go for Michael to win that. Foxdale against Governors Athletic. Shipping a lot of goals at the moment, Governor's Athletic, so you have to go with Foxdale. Colby against Ramsey Centre. I've had a lot of discussion at work today over this one. I'm gonna go for I've gone for Ramsey Centre to beat Colby 2-0. I've got a bacon pap on this one. He's gone for 3-1. So I'm gonna go for Ramsey Centre to win. And uh, Castletown against uh, Braddon. This is gonna be another super game because these two teams challenging at the top of the table are right next to each other in the league. When you look at Castletown, they've only played seven games, but they're ahead of Braddon who've played ten. Braddon have got some really good players in there, but I just think Castletown have got more experience and they'll win it. High stakes on that Colby game. Bacon <laughs> back. Always, bacon always, back. always worth winning. OK, let's move on to the combination divisions. In Canada Live Combi 1, we have five games this weekend. We do, and in uh, combination one, Douglas Royal against uh, Peel. I say it every week, I'm going to say it again. They're the only team I think that can catch Russian because Russian are absolutely phenomenal at the moment. Uh, so I'm going to go for Karen Christian's team to win that one. Uh, St John's against Russian. This is going to be a close game, this. And, you know, the pitch is fine at St John's. It was looked at on uh, Wednesday at St Good Nick. But Russian, you know, maximum points on board. Incredible uh, season so far. But St John's has got the capability, even though they played Division 2 last year, to win this one. Uh, Corinthians against uh, Moran. I don't know how the players stepping up will affect them. But I think uh, Corinthians still should have enough to win it. Ramsey against Old Boys. I go for Ramsey, even though Old Boys have uh, pulled the socks up and working hard. And Air against Laxey. I go for Air to win. Very well. And then uh, rounding off Saturday, DPS Limited Combination 2. We have four games in. Yeah, and uh, Douglas and District against uh, St Mary's. St Mary's uh, looking to win this league, so I'll go for St Mary's to uh, win. And then you've got uh, Jim's against uh, Paul Rose. 
Paul Rose should be too strong for uh, Jims, but I noticed uh, Jims have got one or two back. Andrew Burkett won. Uh, Malou against Castletown. Malou second in the league, uh, so I'll go for Malou to win that. And Ramsey U Centre against Colby. Dizzy Heights for Ramsey U Centre sitting top of the table. Go for them to beat Colby. Very well, those are your fixtures on Saturday. We move into Sunday, and as we mentioned before, a cup final taking place. It is the Canada Life Women's Floodlit Cup Final, 2.45pm on Sunday at the Bowl. Corinthians versus Peel. This has the makings of a great game, doesn't it? Well, it does, and uh, just again depends on, on the teams. I know Shannon Groves is missing for uh, Corinthians, so that'll uh, hamper things at the back because she's so, so solid. She's only small, but superb centre-back. As well with Peel, they know what's coming because uh, last game, uh, it was only a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Uh, Corinthians beat them. I think it was 5-1. Um, so uh, Becky Corkish and uh, Ellie Gorn and everyone else there know what they've got to do. Uh, got to be more sort of clinical in front of goal. I think they know that. Uh, but when you look at Erin uh, Snells and Emily Rawlinson, two young players have come into the senior league in the last couple of years. It's going to be very difficult for Peel to win. Go for Corinthians to take the final. And then last but certainly not least, two games in the Masters football on Sunday, both kicking off at two o'clock. Uh, Douglas District against uh, Douglas Royal. Douglas Royal still hoping uh, to win the Masters uh, League, but there's a right good battle going on at the top of the table. But I think Royal will win this one. And uh, Corinthians against uh, Onken, second game in two weeks uh, for Onken. They've only played four, three or four, I think it is. So uh, way down the pecking order in games played. But, you know, Corinthians, great result against uh, Colby. They'll be hoping to take the points away from Onken, but I'm going to go for a draw. Very well, those are your games across the Isle of Man Football Leagues on Saturday. And just uh, very quickly, there's a huge game taking place in the North West Counties Football League Premier Division on Ireland this weekend. FC Isle of Man looking to turn around a recent run of three straight defeats, face a potentially pivotal clash against fellow league strugglers, Squires Gate at the Bowl at 6pm. Well, Tony, just uh, taking a look at that, we'll speak about this with Paul Moran on Saturday Live tomorrow in a little more detail, but it's been a tough run of form for the Ravens. Quite a lot of supporters coming out online, backing the club as well in terms of trying to keep the faith, hoping that results will turn around. Paul Jones has actually said this week, this they recognise this as a big game. This will be huge to get three points from, wouldn't it, if they can? Well, it is because they're right next to them in the league. So uh, you've got to take the points around them because when you look at Bursko and other clubs around them, they've started winning games now and it's putting pressure on FC Isle of Man. You know, when you look at it, um, you know, when you look at it uh, against Vauxhall Motors, they, they were sort of expected to lose, but... I wasn't over-impressed, to be honest with you, Rob, to say they're top of the league, and I just thought to myself, if the more experienced players had played for FC Alaman, I think they could have got out of it. Great to see Sean Doyle back in the squad. Great to see Mikey Williams back in. I don't think they'll start because they've missed too much football, uh, but there's no sort of uh, knocking the players that have been around there. Their commitment has been 100%. It really has, but uh, they just haven't been able to get those all-important goals, and when you're missing someone like Sean, Mikey Williams, Luke uh, Murray, you've also got Dan Simpson to take care of there as well, Lee Gale. It's going to be very, very tough, but the Younger players have come in. Great credit to them. They've done well. It's going to be a tough game, but let's get behind them. Let's support them, and hopefully FC Alaman can win it. Well, we'll look at that in more detail on Saturday Live tomorrow. So, FC Alaman versus Squiresgate kicking off at the bowl at 6pm, and if you're not down at the bowl, we've got you covered on Manx Radio. Myself and Tony bringing full live match commentary from 6pm tomorrow on Manx Radio, AM 1368 and Digital. Well, Tony, thank you very much, and I'll be catching up with you tomorrow. Certainly will.
Okay, moving on to rugby now, and two Manx sides are on their travels this weekend in the respective competitions across the water. Douglas in the Regional 2 Northwest will head to the Wirral to face a strong Birkenhead Park side. Meanwhile, Vagabonds are continuing their major struggle for points in the County's 3 ADM Langs Cheshire League when they make the journey to Thornton Cleveley's one game domestically two in the new look Ravenscroft Manx Trophy. Dave Christian has the details. We start with uh, Douglas and uh, Regional 2 Northwest. They're away at Birkenhead Park. Douglas 9th, Birkenhead Park. Park 5th, below Birkenhead Park in 6th place. Uh, it doesn't look like the teams at, at that level aren't going to compete at the top end. There's like a 20-point gap. So Birkenhead Park, the last of the big boys. So Douglas won't be uh, relishing this trip. Having said that, Porter Shee at Birkenhead Park won, but only by five points. That was back in October. Douglas will therefore uh, have that in their locker and be thinking these guys could just be beatable. All depends on team selection. We've got some changes, more changes, I think, to this Douglas squad than I've seen for a little while. Coach Phil Kringle, known for being a prop forward, he's starting himself at number eight, which is a little bit of an eyebrow twitcher for me. A lightweight looking back row with John Dutnell and Wilf Kermode. Front row's not bad. Hodnot, Sherwin, Todd. In the second row, though, I see the name Percy Hampton. Now, Percy Hampton was a player for Southern Nomads, so it looks like he's made the transfer, probably just in time, too, because there is a transfer deadline in Rugby Union, even at amateur level. That's coming up very rapidly next month. Also on the bench, we have Toby Poole-Wilson from Western Vikings. So Douglas have been a little bit busy behind the scenes. Toby was a quality-looking operator in the back line for Western Vikings. Step up to level six, so we'll be interested to see how he gets on. And Percy Hampton as well in the second row. Other than that, the Douglas team looks pretty good. Uh, the only fellow that's missing really is Brad Bomar. He picked up an injury uh, in last week's game against Anselmians. I think Douglas got a fair side going away, but I think with the way those selections are gone, I suspect they're not counting on coming back with too much. And it, the game's probably going to go with the form book and it'll be a Birkenhead Park win. If you are in the Merseyside area, that game does kick off there at Birkenhead Park. It's at 2.15 tomorrow, so 2.15 kickoff for that one. In Counties 3 ADM Lancashire Cheshire, Vagabonds make the trip away to Thornton Cleveleys. Now, Thornton Cleveleys won at Bella Fletcher earlier in the season. This is the second lap, and the positions haven't really changed that much. Thornton Cleveleys upper mid table, Vagabonds down at the bottom, and uh, they picked up a bonus point uh, last time out up at Bella Fletcher against Ellesmere Port. I suspect they're going to struggle a little bit on the road this week. Thornton Cleveley's a lot higher up the table than Ellesmere Port, much better playing record. I'm hearing that Vagabonds have also been busy with the checkbook, and uh, Daniel Bomwick from Ramsey will be making the uh, trip up to Bella Fletcher, and uh, Daniel, very useful player, can play in the forwards or the backs. Probably don't want them in the front five but uh, he can play back row scrum off standoff and probably any position in the back line as well proper competitor is young mr bomwick and uh, that'd be a great signing for vagabonds he's not done too much for ramsey this season so i don't think his departure from uh, the murick park is going to make any difference to ramsey but uh, yeah great acquisition for vagabonds i'm not certain though it may be just too little too late to get them away from the relegation zone and i suspect uh, no team news as yet but i suspect they're not going to come back from Thornton Cleveleys with any points. Domestically, we've just got the one game. It's in the Ravenscroft Manx Trophy. It's this rather convoluted process where uh, we have one team playing at home, which tomorrow will be Southern Nomads Whites. Uh, they're playing down at Ballakilia Park in Port Erin, and they will be taking on uh, Ramsey's Blues 
and Weathern Vikings. So that's a three-way tie. The home team, if they win, gets six points. If the away team wins, they get three points each, and hopefully that process levels itself out as the competition progresses. So that's uh, down there tomorrow. Uh, Emerging Nomads, or Nomads Whites, as we're calling them this season, uh, they're probably going to be a little bit stronger because Nomads Greens don't have a game. But similarly, there was a scheduled game which involved Ramsey's Reds and the Eastern Barbarians. So I fancy Ramsey's Blues will be a little bit stronger as well. So that should be a, a proper old competition down there. That's the game we're covering for Saturday Live. That one also kicks off down there at Bellicillia Park, Port Erin. That's at 2.15. Manx Radio Sport. Dave Christian with that report there. Finally, tonight, week three awaits in the 2023 Manx Hockey Men's and Ladies seasons this Saturday. As ever, I caught up with Ben Cunningham this week to take a look at some of the fixtures taking place throughout the divisions across tomorrow. We'll start with the Ladies Premier League and we have Castletown A versus Vikings A and that's at five past three at King Williams College. Yeah, this one I think will be a really interesting game and I've got it down as one of my games of the day. Castletown A stood out so far this season, really proven themselves. But then Vikings A last week held by Backers A at the last, last attack. It was a, a slip-up, definitely, for Vikings A, but I wonder whether Castletown could maybe do it. But I think Vikings A will definitely be looking to get back on winning ways after last week. Castletown B are in action in the Ladies' Premier League as well this weekend. Five past two at QE2, and they're up against Valkyrie's A. Yeah, this is one I think will be interesting as well. Castletown B have made a good, strong start this season, showing that they're really up for this Premier League battle and definitely wanting to stay in the Premier League. But I think Valkyrie's Valkyrie will just be too strong for them on the day, so I'm going to go for a Valkyrie win there. Then we move on to the men's Premier League. Two games pushing back at 12.35. The first of those at the NSC, and that sees Vikings A playing Backers B. Yeah, Backers B still searching for their first win of the season. Vikings A finally got their first win of the season last week after their opening weekend defeat. I think Vikings A will just be too strong for Backers B, though, so Vikings A win there. And the other game at 12.35, up north at Ramsey Grammar School. Ramsey A, they host Val. Valkyze. I think Ramsey A will be hoping they can get something out of this game against Valkyrie but I think Valkyrie will be too strong. I've, I've seen them play so far this season and they've been really clinical, so I'm going to go for a Valkyrie win there. And the other game in the men's Premier League, 5 past 2 at the NSC. This could be a very intriguing one with uh, Backers A, the defending champions, up against Castletown A. And I've got this down as my other game of the day. Backers A, of course, reigning champions, but then Castletown A did beat Vikings A. So the question is, can they beat the reigning champions? It'll be interesting to see. I think they're definitely going to be up for it, but I think Backers A will just have the edge on the day. Let's uh, have a quick rattle through the other divisions, starting with Ladies Division 1. There are three games there. So the first game is at 3.35 QE2, and this sees Harlequins A against Valkyries B. This one will be a close one. Harlequins A have been really clinical so far, but Valkyries B are definitely looking for their first win of the season. They've got two draws so far. It'd be interesting to see if they can pull it off against Harlequins. Second game, again at 3.35, Castle Russian is Vikings B against Ramsey A. Ramsey A, same as Valkyries B, both got draws in their first two games so far. Vikings B will definitely be looking for something out of this, but I think Ramsey A will have it on the day. And then at 16.35, we have a interclub derby, and that's Backers C against Backers B, and that's at King Williams College. Then we move on to Men's Division 1. Two games there, both taking place at QE2 in Peel. Yep, and the first game is at 11.05, and it's Harlequins B against Valkyries B. 
Battle of the B teams, Harlequins B definitely be looking to get something out of this. But I think Valkyries B will definitely be looking uh, very strong on the day. And I think Valkyries B will just have it on paper. And then the second game in this league is at 12.35, straight after the 11.35 game. And it's Harlequins A against Viking C. Harlequins A undefeated so far this season. Viking C, they got the win last week against Harlequins B. Be interesting to see if they can pull it off against Harlequins A. Then we move on to Ladies Division 2, three games there. Yep, so the first game is at 11.05 at the NSC, and that's Castletown C against Harlequins B. This one will be a close one, I reckon, but I think Castletown C might just have it on edge here. Second game at 12.35 is at Castle Russian, that's Viking C against against Castletown D. This one I think will be close as well. Castletown C and Castletown D have made good strong statements and they did draw against each other last week in their Interclub derby but I think Viking C might just be a bit too strong on the day for Castletown D. And then the final game is at 2.05 and that's Ramsey B against Valkyrie C and I'm going to go for a Valkyrie C win there. Then we move into Men's Division 2 and there are two games there. So the first game is at 2.05 at Castle Russian High School and that's Castletown C against Backers C. This one will be interesting. Battle of the C teams could go either way. Backers C definitely got the experience, but I wonder if Castletown C will bring out their youth and see which if that can help them. So I'm going to go for a Castletown C win there. And then the final game is Backers Colts against Ramsey B, and that's at 3.35 at the NSC. This one will be very close, I reckon. Backers Colts are full of youth and that, but Ramsey B are a very strong outfit. It'd be close, but I think Backers Colts might just get it on the day. And then last but certainly not least, we have three games in the mixed under-15s league on Saturday. So the first game is Backers against Vikings, and that's 11.05 at Castle Russian High School. Next game is a Castletown Derby, and it sees Castletown Savers against Castletown Sharks, and that's at 1.30 at King Williams College. And then the final game is Ramsey Rogues and Rascals against Harlequins, and that's at 3.35 at Ramsey Grammar. Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this week. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Well, have yourself a wonderful Friday evening, whatever you're doing, and have yourself a wonderful weekend as well. So until next time, it's bye for now. The nation's